All righty, everyone, welcome um, to this webinar on Goodwill in the Spirit of Relationship. My name is Michael Galloway, and we are World Goodwill. We're here today with the Sacred Earth Council um, to provide this webinar as part of the Sacred Space and Talking Circles Convergence Room at the World Unity Week, and we are so glad to be here. Um, this is a time when so many groups are coming together to celebrate the power of the one life, the beauty of the one soul, and the fact of the one humanity, and world goodwill um, is very, very pleased to take part in all of this. World goodwill is founded upon the belief that goodwill is an inherent and fundamental quality in all individual human beings. It is also a great untapped resource at the heart of every human civilization, every human community. Um, World Goodwill and its affiliates, we seek to foster an understanding of this energy and the role that it plays in the development of a new humanity and a new civilization. Goodwill is fundamentally a unifying force, and so it is um, no surprise that so much of it has been present here at this World Unity Week. So today we will hear from um, three speakers um, from each of our three offices. Dominic Dibble from our London headquarters, Florian Harby from our Geneva headquarters, and Stephen Nation from our headquarters in New York. Their short presentations will be followed by a group meditation and a group discussion, and we hope all of you um, hold your questions and um, participate in that as you, as you wish. Um, before I invite um, Dominic to get started, though, I'd like to extend oh, our, our gratitude to Lennon Russell with the Sacred Earth Council who have made um, this sacred space and Talking Circles Convergence Room possible. And it surely has been such a tremendous effort. And we are so grateful to you for organizing it and for inviting us to be here. Um, so without further ado, um, Dominic, go ahead. Thank you, Michael. And uh, I'd just like to echo your thanks to Russell and to Lynn and to the team at World Unity Week. And just a little bit of explanation about World Goodwill because I'm assuming that there may be some people in this meeting, this webinar, who are not familiar with World Goodwill. It's a service activity of the Lucis Trust, which is, um, as Michael has said, but we believe that goodwill is one of the most basic spiritual qualities of the human being. It's a potentially a powerful force for social change. And yet its power remains largely unrecognized and underused. So with our programs, we strive to foster understanding of what goodwill is and the role it plays in the development of renewing civilization. We see it as fueling every spontaneous impulse towards wider service, every enlightened social political or religious movement, and we believe it can transform ideas of what is possible in every field of human life, from education to the arts to economics. And as part of this work, we're strong supporters of the United Nations. We are an accredited non-governmental organization with the Department of Public Information. And our parent body, the Lucis Trust, is on the roster of the United Nations Economic and Social Council. And we regularly support important UN conferences, 
through our cycle of conferences, meditation initiative, and we feature UN agencies and programs in a regular newsletter with a special focus on the sustainable development goals. And because we believe that human problems can only be truly resolved by recognizing their deeply spiritual dimension, we focus on the importance of goodwill, sometimes described as love and action, which exists in all human relationships that carry a note of loving intention. Goodwill is, in essence, the name we give to the potent energy of divine will as it is expressed through human relationship. This powerful energy can overcome all separating forces and has the potential to transform all aspects of our societies and the planet itself. The existence of goodwill is evidence of the link between humanity and higher sources of light and love, extending all the way to the heart of the divine. The ideal of World Unity Week of recognizing our unity in consciousness and celebrating and planning for the many ways in which we can seek to practically express that unity is naturally in alignment with the vision of right relationships that goodwill creates. Because we think that human problems are basically spiritual in origin, we focus also on the power of meditation Meditation can enable us to purify mind and heart in the service of the greater good and to pour out benevolence and illumination on our fellow creatures. The meditation we will be using shortly after this introduction places a special emphasis on the many levels and kinds of relationship that we have with our fellow earth inhabitants from near to far and from simple to complex. It invites us to consider the circle of our compassionate goodwill and to work at continuously expanding and enriching that circle. So it is about helping us to use the power of imagination to recognize our place within the unity of all that lives and about how we can work creatively to strengthen that sense of unity by unifying inner sources of light and love with the outer world of practical goodwill actions, we can broaden our understanding of what spirituality means and how it can inspire us to serve the greater whole. Before we move to the next part of our introduction, here's a question we invite you to ponder and which we will return to after the meditation. So the question is, where, if at all, do you see the energy of goodwill present in your communities and nations and the world at large during this period of global crisis? So now it's my pleasure to pass the baton to Florian Harvey from our Geneva office. He's lucky in that the UN has a very strong presence in Geneva as it also does in New York. So he will be sharing some reflections with us on the link between the United Nations, unity and goodwill. Florian. Thank you, Dominic. Uh, we are lucky indeed, and um, 
Geneva is, a, is an international city. And uh, so one of the themes we wanted to, uh, to discuss was the theme of the, the so um, sustainable development goals. And so I'm going to rewind a little bit and uh, start in 1992. Uh, at the Earth Summit in Rio de Janeiro in Brazil, there were 178 countries uh, adopting something that was called uh, Agenda 21. It was a compre comprehensive plan of action to build a global partnership for sustainable development to improve human life and protect the environment. Then in year 2000, uh, the member states adopted the Millennium Development Goals, MDGs, to reduce extreme poverty by 2015. These were eight goals in number. So then came uh, 2015 and the member states of the United Nations agreed on a new set of goals uh, to continue the good work. Uh, and by the end of that year, the Sustainable Development Goals were adopted. They consist of 17 goals uh, with which we are all concerned as a, as, a, as a humanity. Before mentioning some instances of these goals, it's, it's worth taking a moment, uh, just a moment, to, to imagine what it takes for all member states of the United Nations to actually agree on 17 goals that coherently encompass all what is deemed good, useful, elevating, desirable for all of us as a humanity. The UN consists of 193 member states, countries, large and small, that all equally have a voice. And they work in six official languages, which they translate live and in written form to a level of accuracy that few of us are, are accustomed uh, working with. So now let, let's imagine all the representatives of the member states entering the same room and unanimously agreeing on 17 objectives. It's, it's impressive. The processes of the United Nations rely on arduous work and, and perseverance on small incremental progress and testify of the universality of the common sense and the presence of goodwill. Goodwill is always there uh, when you agree to compromise, when you willingly compromise. The UN will celebrate this year 75 years of navigating the stormy waters of the confrontation of opinions that lead to the clarified sky of compromise. What a resilience to be celebrated. What an example of goodwill in action. The goals, uh, perhaps we will present in the form of a, of a PowerPoint so that I don't necessarily have to um, uh, speak them all. Um, but because we're in the context of World Unity Week today, which arises out of uh, a deeply spiritual inspiration, I took on the challenge uh, to present you with three SDGs and try to propose some relation they have to spirituality. They all have, uh, but this is a selection of three. And I invite you to, to join in the discussion that will follow and tell us what you think. You may have a, a different selection or a different view and we want to hear about it. So here we go. Uh, first example is goal number 16 peace, justice, and strong institution. I said this is very spiritual. We hear a lot about the idea that spirituality is that which is higher than us, that to which we long and 
aspire. Uh, but there is a narrative for saying that what really is spiritual is to tender to the ground of possible enfoldment, to attend to the groundwork. And there is the wisdom common to uh, world religions that that which has spiritual value has to be practiced before a new and higher learning can be appreciated. So I propose to you that it is very spiritual to have strong institutions in which women and men of good heart carry their earthly duties with a gradual growing sense of awe for the meaning of the service. Second example is the goal number six, but together with the goal number six, I uh, include goal number 13, 14, 15, climate action, life below water and life on land. Would you agree with the idea that spiritual enfoldment brings simplicity? Some say that simplicity is of the soul while complexity is of the form. If this is so, I, I defend that it is a highly spiritual incentive to make our water clear and our environment pure. Not only is it the blessing we owe to these elements of kingdom and teaching that ancient spiritual tradition champion, but a sacred and natural, naturally vital environment is our first nourishment and the first mirror of our basic goodness. Will you agree that spiritual vitality arises out of that which is pure? And if so, let us clean up and adhere to goal number six. Third example, the goal number four, quality education. So here I want to defend that education is a, uh, is a most important spiritual objective. Education should not be confused with indoctrination or the acquisition of knowledge. Uh, one view is that the purpose of education is not so much to, to fill the supposedly empty minds of people, but rather to help the content of consciousness flower forth, guided by the tutor. A form of education relies on the presentation of something known in order to consciously recognize it as living knowledge within the potential of one's own consciousness. But education is broader and vaster than that because we are always in a position to learn. Everything around us reflects back onto us. And lasting but subtle and valuable education can apparently be so mundane as the cleanliness of our streets. It reflects back to us, it's an education. We all certainly agree as well that education is acknowledged and promoted by the spiritual traditions of the world. One reason for that may be that education promotes being conscious and discerning. And that is of invaluable help on our spiritual journey to unity. This is a topic among the many that we could put in the spotlight of our attention when the time to discuss comes. But before we, we do that, we wish to hear from Steve Nation, because I believe he will shed increased light on the related subject of meditation, which some say is the summit of education. Thank you. Thanks, Florian. Thank you, Florian and Dom and Michael. Greetings, everybody. It's a great joy to be here. So, shortly, 
there's going to be time for us all to share views and discuss some of the ideas that the three of us have been talking about. And we really look forward to that. The area that I want to briefly introduce relates to a question that we're going to have for the discussion period to, for us all to focus on. What role do thought and meditation play in the work of mobilizing the energy of goodwill in oneself, in one's community and in the world? It's a question that hopefully all who have experience in meditation and practice will have some insights to share. And it'll be interesting to hear from everyone in the time that we have. The meditation outline that we're going to be working with shortly will be for about 15 minutes and it uses visualization and reflective thought, seeking to penetrate beyond the analytical mind to what we might call pure reason. And hopefully we will as a group draw on what we might think of as the loving mind and that realm of mind where we can touch the living essence of ideas and principles. The reason that we wanted to offer this meditation today is because it's based on the recognition that group meditation around a common theme creates a group field of energy, something significant, something energetic, dynamic and intentional. So as we work with the meditation, we might have in mind that we're seeking to support and nourish the ideas and thought forms being built all around the world by human beings, whether they're connected or not, but built during this World Unity Week. We imaginatively build a lighted mental atmosphere, an environment of thought within which the intention to build a more loving world may grow deepen, become increasingly authentic, human and real. The specific goal of this meditation work we'll be doing is to mobilize the energy of goodwill as it manifests in all the professions, all the cultures, all the nations of the world. This particular meditation seeks to align the group field with what might be called the soul of humanity, that realm of consciousness where the great living potencies of the rishis, the ancestors, the saints and masters of all spiritual traditions are to be found. One of the key thoughts in the meditation is that these great beings of lighted loving mind and heart are actively engaged in the evolution and transformation of human consciousness. In other words, this transformation is not something that is just the work of you and I and all of the hundreds and thousands of people around the world who are inspired by that idea. Out of their love for humanity and the planetary life, these great ones, who were in various traditions known as the spiritual hierarchy, but particularly this term, the spiritual hierarchy is used in the, all the different sort of movements that have emerged out of the theosophical movement of the late 19th and early 20th century. And these great ones from this community, this higher community, constantly pour pure energies of light and love into human awareness. These incoming energies manifest in ideas, movements and groups that inspire the human will to build an outer world 
that it is that is a better reflection of the inner sense of oneness and wholeness. Those who serve in creating a more unified and whole world constantly and consciously draw on the reservoir of light and love pouring into humanity from this higher kingdom. Unconsciously for most of us. And within this basic thought, the Goodwill Meditation Group that uses this meditation that we're going to do every Wednesday aims to be of use to the transformative evolution of consciousness by invoking these higher energies of light and love and spiritual purpose, visualizing these higher energies radiating through the group to nourish every initiative that is truly building a regenerative and restorative culture. And today that's tens of thousands of initiatives from the tiny local community through to the nation and the international community. The purpose of all meditation work promoted by World Goodwill is to support the human response to the incoming ideas and ideals that are carried on the wings of Aquarius. The meditation uses the great invocation as a vehicle to focus and concentrate humanity's unspoken and often unconscious cry for light and love and a sense of purpose and meaning. It seems clear that a new universal religious spirit is emerging in humanity. This week of unity with all of the diverse groups involved is evidence of this. It seems especially important to note that the great rhythms of the heavenly bodies as they influence the earth, the solstices, the full and new moons, the eclipses, these are all emerging as key moments of universality when all human beings who share an inclusive sense of the spiritual impulse in the human are coming together to celebrate both their unity and the distinctness of each specific pathway to the divine. So friends, with those few thoughts, let's work together with this meditation outline, the meditation on goodwill. The text that we're, that's right, the text that we're working with, you will see on your screen, so you can, I will read it through to guide us, to keep us together in time. We'll be meditating together for around 15 minutes. So to begin. Link up in thought with all those people throughout the world working with this Goodwill Meditation Group. Think of the group as a whole all the people using this meditation.
reflect upon the fact of relationship. So central to what it is to be alive. You're related to your family. your community. To your nation. To the world of nations. and to the one humanity made up of all races and nations. And with this in mind, Use the mantrum of unification, which will shortly appear on the screen. The souls of all are one, and I am one with them. I seek to love, not hate. I seek to serve and not exact due service. I seek to heal, not hurt. Let pain bring due reward of light and love. Let the soul control the outer form and life and all events and bring to light the love that underlies the happenings of the time. Let vision come and insight. Let the future stand revealed. Let inner union demonstrate and outer cleavages be gone. Let love prevail. Let all people love. Reflect upon your own and humanity's relationship with all those beings who dwell in the higher realms of mind and heart. The spiritual hierarchy of saints, rishis, bodhisattvas and masters 
honored by all the world's religions and spiritual groups. Imagine that we are together standing within the center of the spiritual hierarchy, immersed in the consciousness of the heart of love. For some, this heart of love is known as the Christ. For others, other names are used for the one at the center. Maitreya. Ima Mahdi and the Kalki Avatar amongst many names. Maintaining this high point of contact. Let your thoughts reach out to include all members of the human family in whom the energy of goodwill is active and alive. Now holding these two together, the high point of contact, this fast muscular presence of goodwill energy in humanity. Say together, in the center of all love, I stand. From that center, I, the soul, will outward move. From that center, I, the one who serves, will work. May the love of the divine self be shed abroad in my heart, through my group, and throughout the world.
Visualize the energy of love flowing from the spiritual hierarchy through the vast network of the men and women of goodwill and into the hearts and minds of all people, infusing them with goodwill and creating loving and harmonious human relationships. powerful energy of love flowing out through all human beings. And now take a moment to meditate on ways of spreading goodwill, creating right human relationships and restoring peace on earth. Realize that together, in this moment, we are helping to build a channel between the spiritual hierarchy and humanity, a channel through which the energy of goodwill can flow, uniting human beings, enabling us to solve our problems and healing all differences and cleavages. And now link in thought with all people of goodwill all over the world. And as if it were one global sound, say together the great invocation with deliberation 
and full commitment to its meaning and to its call. Knowing that as you do this, you're radiating these potent energies to humanity. From the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth into human minds. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into human hearts. May the coming one return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide all little human wills, the purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center, which we call the human race, let the plan of love and light work out, and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth. So we're returning to the room, returning to the practical nitty-gritty business of working with these energies which we've invoked through this meditation. And it's now time for sharing. For, the, for everyone in our audience who would like to share their thoughts uh, perhaps, Michael, if we could have the slide up with the questions again, just to remind people of the questions we'd like to just reflect upon, which related to the three 
mini presentations, I guess you call them, uh, at the start. So for example, we can start with where, if at all, do you see the energy of goodwill present in your communities and nations and the world at large during this period of global crisis? We can start with that one or if anyone has any other thoughts they would like to share either in the chat or I think if you're in the participants list you can put your hand up if you want to speak. Then please do so. And I'd also like to ask Russell if he has any thoughts on what we've been discussing, what we've been thinking about. Uh, Russell Boulding, who's helping us here as a co-host, perhaps. Do you have any thoughts, Russell? Um, perhaps it might be an idea. Uh, are people how are, are people raising their hands or posting into the chat box? I'm just looking in the chat box just now, and so far everyone's still returning from their meditation state. I think they're still descending back to earth. As perhaps one of the other questions might stimulate more thoughts. So, for example. Do the UN Sustainable Development Goals fit into your understanding of the future possibilities for the growth of restorative and regenerative approaches to human development? And if so, what role can consciousness-based movements play in progress towards achieving these goals by 2030? That's a big question. There's quite a lot to unpack in there. And I'm sure that people do have thoughts on it. It's just... Um, Certainly, it's a lot to unpack right there, actually. Especially the last question, too. Um, quite a lot to unpack, definitely. Um, I don't see any hands up yet, but I'm, if you want, I can have a stab at it. I think Russell uh, is still on mute. Would you like me to, Dominic? That would be... Yes, oh, of sorry. course. I mean, yeah. please, please be, be my guest. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah. So I'll try and be efficient about it just to um, reduce the time it takes. But so on question three, yes, there's definitely a role. Um, and, you know, we can, by raising consciousness, we can help humanity align better towards the global goals that the United Nations have set. Um, and so that's just in summary. And then with, about the roles of thought and meditation play, of course, it's, again, it's, um, we all, and we're all sitting here in the World Unity Week. And we have all recognized the importance of unity, and that's why we're all here. And so there's also the concept of unity and diversity, because at, at some level, we're all also diverse. So I think the, the meditation and this kind of activity, service activity, is very, very, very critical in, in order to bring that greater unity together, the unity within the soul level, if you will, or within the heart level, and so forth. So we might still be diverse in terms of our um, human tests, uh, et cetera, but this is a very critical aspect of our work. Okay, I'll pass the baton. Thank you. I think Russell's come back. Thank you, Amir. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I apologize. I stepped away just for a moment. 
right at the close of the meditation. Was there a question for me? Simply wondering whether you had any thoughts on the questions we have for discussion. Oh, but if you, yes, I, yes, I don't want I to. Would, I don't want I, to put you in the spot like that. I, if you, <laughs> I, I, I do, I do. So, uh, thank you for. Um, and I do see that uh, Jennifer has her hand up. So, uh, Michael, you will take care of, um, um, uh, you know, kind of calling upon people's. Um, uh, uh, but I'm, um, yeah, I, I appreciate the opportunity to um, um, uh, offer. Um, uh, thoughts uh, on the first question, uh, especially in my community in, in Bloomington, Indiana, the county that I live in, 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 in southern Indiana, I was just, uh, when the virus first hit, uh, there was a tremendous outpouring a response among one organization in particular called No Space for Hate. And they just immediately uh, stepped up, created um, uh, a Facebook page, uh, created, uh, pulled together resources for um, uh, where people who are, are hurting and in need in terms of um, you know, food, shelter, uh, it was just um, wonderful uh, for me to see how, uh, how people came together. And um, um, myself, I, I was called to uh, assist with um, getting, uh, helping people in neighborhoods come together and make sure that um, uh, the elderly in particular and those who are vulnerable uh, had support they needed at the neighborhood level. And so uh, I was very heartened by what I saw there. Um, and um, uh, second question, thought and meditation. We, uh, that was a wonderful meditation. Uh, at one point I looked in, there's a, an amazing energy which was created and there's a point at which I checked the number of participants and it went from 55, which in numerology is um, um, one unity and immediately went to 56, uh, 11, <laughs> a master number. <laughs> so that was, uh, to me, that was a, uh, you know, uh, uh, what what the magic is getting these little confirmations from spirit that uh, yes this is real we are <laughs> we're not imagining what we're doing here <laughs> uh, is um, uh, is having an effect uh, and certainly the UN Sustainable Development Goals um, uh, just provide um, just a beautiful framework as we move in this chaotic time from uh, uh, a what I trust is uh, an accelerated awakening uh, within the collective uh, as we come together in new ways to create the new earth. Thanks, Russell. Uh, Jennifer Valoria, your hand is up, so I'm going to unmute you. 
Hi, everyone. Um, thank Hello. you for giving me this opportunity. Um, I have joined uh, just a few of the meditations in the past uh, two months, I guess, since the COVID or since the um, global crisis started. Um, but I have been meditating on the goodwill with other groups um, around the world or in another group um, before them. I think with this meditation, what I've come um, today is that you know the meditation for goodwill is really like to channel it to, for me to eliminate the greed within the higher minds of humanity. Because I feel that unless we tackle that greed at that higher aspect of humanity, then we can't really um, overcome a lot of problems. Because for me, greed is in the way of a lot of the goodwill of people. Um, and so, you know, over the years, we have been really looking at this. And how do we truly um, use um, you know, the higher kind of, you know, the higher state of being and meditation to influence people, especially the leaders um, of the world, to really kind of operate from the heart rather than from the ego side and, 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 and the businesses are the, are to operate with heart rather than pure profitability. So we're really looking at how do we truly develop loving organizations that are really um, kind of, um, I guess, manifesting the goodwill to humanity and the planet as a whole. And my background was investment banking and management consultancy. Before my awakening, it was that. It was accumulation of wealth, wealth that we didn't really need at every aspect of our being, my being. And, and so I had to look back into that and how can we really now manifest this kind of loving way of looking at the world that we can share resources um, as much as we can and eliminate greed from the personal perspective from the individual perspective and so i went about becoming an impact investor myself to really use my capital for the greater good so i started looking at what are the kind of projects that can be funded not on the philanthropic side because we know that to sustain and to really grow the loving organizations you can't truly just depend on philanthropy we have to really bring in business knowledge business skills into this so i got involved into social entrepreneurship and i feel that these are the organizations of the future social entrepreneurs founded by leaders with you know, driven by their heart, with their higher mental being, driving, you know, kind of the, the operational aspect of that to make it the, the conduit for change in the world that we live in. But um, this entrepreneur... Jennifer, Jennifer, sorry. I think we're going to have to start wrapping things up because sorry, I just sorry. had a note that um, we're, there's another session starting in about, in about six minutes or so. Sorry. So, <laughs> so can you... Give us your so for final... me, for us, we just really look at how can we now utilize direct the capital, the right capital mm -hmm. from an individual level to fund the food production from the smallholder mm -hmm. farmers so we can sure. eliminate hunger. We can mm -hmm. look at food security and that way we can re restore humanity mm -hmm. 
by feeding them the right food and yes. regenerate the earth. So that's where we're really looking at. Thank you. Okay. The economics does need to be transformed, absolutely. Um, I think we may have to actually bring things to a close, which is, there's some really nice contributions in the chat, but we have to now make way for the next, the beautiful diverse expression of our unity. Thank you, Russell. Thank you, Amir. Um, Thank you, everyone. No problem. If, if you do want to maybe just summarize or uh, some of the comments in the chats or maybe Steve or uh, one other speaker wants to finish, we can have a few minutes. There's no problem. A couple of minutes. Well, there's one question. There's one in particular I'd just like to share from Joels at Hotmail.com. Do I see your experience Goodwill in action? The simple direct answer is yes, that goodwill is potent and real and overshadowed by the chaos that erupts when people cry out for justice and government action for the fair and just distribution of resources for all. Groups are active and vibrant all over the world. We must raise up their stories and expand our thought to include these efforts in our meditation. Raise up their stories. Yes, indeed. And that's something that Will seeks to do. So if you want to know more, come over to worldgoodwill.org and that's the final plug. <laughs> Steve, do you have any final concluding comments? Florian? Um, yeah, thanks, Dom. Um, just to say thanks, everybody. I mean, I, it's one thing to me that's really critical is to observe, if you look at the field like economics, if you look at any field, to observe with love the incredible, skillful way in which, for example, social entrepreneurship is growing at an unbelievable rate. Not just social entrepreneurship, but also presencing within institutional organizations, um, transforming some large organizations around purpose. The more we hold these in mind and shine our light onto these, the more helpful we are in this bridge between the higher sort of evolutionary forces of the planetary life and the human expressions. And the more then these um, veils of greed, for example, the veil of greed, this is a deeply embedded in the DNA of the human. So it's not so, so much evil as it is something that is the substance of what the transformation's happening. The more conscious we are of that, the more able we are to observe with love the way in which greed is gradually beginning to lose its sting and lose its hold. To me, that's a real valid contribution we can make. Thank you. Okay.